0: Your inner child needs that loving. Your inner child is wrapped around your self worth. How were you raised as a child? You know, what did you go through? Your inner child can be holding on to that. I still have something to prove. I don't feel worthy of this money. I don't feel worthy of this business. That's things that your inner child can be saying. So it's like we can go in and talk to your inner child and it's like, hey, inner child, what event in your life are you still holding on to? Hi,
1: everyone. My name is Natalie Thomas. I am a corporate yoga and meditation teacher, Oracle card reader, and wellness mentor, and your host of the Now with Nat podcast. Here on the show, we are about cultivating consciousness and bringing more awareness about mindfulness and spirituality into everyday life. We provide insights on how you can tap into your own personal power and ignite the transformation from within. The guests taking part of the show have greatly inspired me, touched my life, and assisted me on my journey so far. I hope through sharing their stories, work, and knowledge, you too will uncover your soul's purpose and be guided towards self-realization. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for an awakening experience and a newfound sense of inner awareness. Hi, everyone. Natalie here, and welcome to another episode of the Now With Now podcast. I am really looking forward to today's guest, and I'm also really excited for you all to hear her incredible journey. Today on the show, we have Melissa Bates. Melissa is from Los Angeles, California, with a passion for empowering women and encouraging them to see their true potential. Melissa helps female coaches heal their internal to rock their external reality by activating their soul connection which is deeply aligned to their divine spiritual business. Working in the coaching space for over five years, Melissa offers life-changing soul programs and facilitates quantum healings to assist women in manifesting their dream reality. Melissa, welcome to the show.
0: I'm excited to just share all the goodies with your audience. So thank you for having me again.
1: Of course, I'm so excited to have you here. I've been following you on social media and I always tune into your channelings and your messages. So I am just excited to dive right in. So with that being said, I know I mentioned you're from California. Is that where you're currently based?
0: Yes, I am in just kind of 20 minutes outside of LA. That is my home base right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love LA. Awesome. And I really want to start with your personal journey. So right now you offer your coach, you offer all of these amazing packages for women. You you empower women, you help them on their spiritual path. How did this all get started? Like what? Take us back to the beginning of where it all began.
0: So what started me off in this journey was pretty much having an eating disorder starting at 16. That's what started me off into the coaching realm. Throughout my life, probably until early 30s, I struggled with eating disorders, And finally, when I I was able to heal myself, I was like, okay, I have to do this for everyone. Like, Just learning as I healed myself, how much life I had missed out of just really being so focused on my body weight and image, the intake, the food that I was eating daily or not eating. So that's kind of what started my shift into the world of helping people transform their lives. So I started as a health coach and then I loved it. I enjoyed it. I worked a lot with binge eating, and then I just felt a calling, a deeper calling of like, okay, I started my business, and and I wanted to expand, and that's how I kind of started to move into the business coaching realm, but when I moved into the business coaching realm, there was always something missing. It just, I didn't know what it was, and I was like, oh, this was it. I was literally missing you know, that big part of myself. And that is kind of like my journey in a short form of like how I started in the coaching industry, but it all stemmed from just really not knowing how to help myself and learning how to help myself and wanting to do it for others now.
1: And that's so interesting that you touch upon eating because even myself, I was a competitive diver and I've really struggled with that. And that was almost like a turning point for me into the spirituality realm. So do you think from that experience that you went to, into coaching, did that transition into diving in for the mindfulness? Do you think that was almost a catalyst?
0: I think it was opening up my just thought process more of allowing me to see beyond what was kind of in my 3D reality of like how the world was kind of raised, how the world was structured, being a female in this world and how I was supposed to look. So when I was able to dive deeper into the mindset, it allowed me to see and broaden my horizon of, hey, I have control of my life. I get to create the life that I desire. I get to embrace all things me and love on me so much. So I do feel like it was the catalyst. I don't feel like, and it could have been the catalyst to that. I'd never actually thought of it in that way. But for me, My catalyst into my spiritual journey, I really say that it was honestly getting together with my twin flame because he mirrored me so much. So, and it like really started my healing journey. And I feel like that was my catalyst into spirituality.
1: Wow. So you met your twin flame.
0: I did. I did. He's in my life now.
1: (laughs) Incredible. You know, we always read so much about it. And I want to I talk a little bit about twin flame, flames really fast. So for our listeners who are tuning in, can you describe just like very briefly what a twin flame is?
0: Uh, we have soulmates that come in. We have karmic partners that come in. We have high level soulmates. Um, but when you get to the twin flame realm, basically a twin flame is one soul. So we're like an ascended master that reincarnated into this earth plane. Mm-hmm. And we decided to split into two bodies. And we both had one higher self, but we have two different, are we have one soul, but split into two bodies. So when we meet our twin flame again, our energy centers actually merge back together and as a twin flame you have a mission usually you have a mission of your own to do in this world and you have a mission to do with your twin flame which I have a mission to do with him as well and it just we're obviously all the twin flames are here to really anchor in the light in the world and to bring that ascension to a higher level and there's multiple levels of twin flames Uh, but that's basically you can just think of a twin flame as like the highest level soulmate you can have. And it's crazy because growing up, yeah. you know, everyone was like, I always saw this love as like this deep movie love. And my friends were like, you can't have that. But I was like, that's what I want, you know, um, <laughs> I have that with my twin flame. And obviously our relationship isn't perfect because it is a relationship and we are learning about each other in so many ways, but that love that we have is just, the deepest of the deep. And I will tell you the first year of our relationship drove me mad because it's like, it's that mirror. It's like, Mm -hmm. whoa, reflecting everything that is inside of me that I need to heal to kind of purge that I can bring more light inside of me so that we can continue to ascend. But whenever I would tune into my channels, like I was just like, okay, what is up with this relationship? Because I didn't know he was my twin flame until after about maybe... 14 months or so. Yeah. Big healing process. And then what I would get from my, like when I would tap into my guides they're just like, this is going to be the most amazing love of your life. And I was just like, I don't see it right now, but you know, (laughs) starting to experience that now, but we both had our healing journeys. So that's a little bit around the twin flame realm.
1: No, thank you for sharing that. And while you were talking, I literally had goosebumps or truth bumps. I like to call them. I was like, woo, like it's like the energy like shot up. And I think that's incredible. And I love what you said too, about the mirroring, because a lot of times we think, oh, we're going to meet someone. It's going to be picture perfect. But with spirituality and healing, I like to say, it's not all candles and sandals.
0: (laughs) It's not. <laughs> Far from it.
1: <laughs> it can be hard and messy and like, oh my gosh, it's bringing all this stuff out of me, but it's so beautiful in the long run.
0: Agreed. Agreed. It's a beautiful roller coaster of a journey. But I feel like a lot of people do just see the outside and I feel like the spiritual the spiritual um, community does get judged because it's like, oh, what is this love and light and all this stuff? But it's mm-hmm. like, deep down, we're going through so much stuff to bring that deeper level love to this earth, what we're here to do. But it's like, y'all don't see what's going on behind the scenes to get oh, to this okay. point of acceptance. Yeah.
1: So true. And again, like off of that, do do you ever feel like you go through these moments and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, it's happening again? And it's like that, uh, it's like the new shedding of the layer. It's like a it's like we go through these processes of like shedding the layer, going through that inner transformation. And that's where it gets like super uncomfortable. And that's like what you were mentioning behind the scenes that you know a lot of people don't really see.
0: Girl. Everyone's going through it, but yeah. there's also what is it? The dark night of the soul. Yes. I went through a dark night of the week. Like, mm-hmm. have you been through a dark night of the soul? I have, yes. Girl, super. I went through a whole week. It was intense. I literally thought I was going crazy.
1: Wow. I literally
0: did. But True. it was like the deep level purging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deep level purging. I appreciate that situation because. I know that every situation that comes into my life is for a reason. And it's like, I, when I learned how to channel, I didn't learn in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. And going back to that experience, I could have bypassed that experience if I learned how to channel in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. And now when I teach my people how to channel, having this experience helps me lead them so that they don't have that crazy, just upside down realm. So when I look back at it, and it took me a while to get past it, because I was like, I was up in crazy high dimensions and it smacked me all the way back down to the mm-hmm. third dimension, which was rough again, but it was such a learning process, such a learning process. Yeah.
1: When did you start channeling and how has that process evolved for you over time into now Um, part of your business?
0: Okay. So I am new to channeling. I only yes. started channeling when I was in April of 2020. That's uh-huh. when I started channeling that's when I really got, I pretty much got activated into my spiritual journey, probably the end of 2019. So I just, there was a female that activated me. That's a star seed. And that's the thing. We all have our activators. Mm -hmm. Um, and she activated me and I just saw her channeling and what she did for her community. And I was just like, what is this? Like I knew of channeling because my, I'm a medium my mom's medium. So we grew up around psychic eye and tarot readings and all of that. So I was not unfamiliar with it. And my mom's a tarot reader. So it was just waiting until it was my time to click on. And that's when it clicked on in April. And I really started channeling just angelic beings. That's how I started. I started channeling angelic beings. Everyone loves Archangel Michael. I love him. Archangel Metatron. Yes. (laughs) They are my homies.
1: (laughs) Of course. yeah, like Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then uh, slowly I saw this one female that was channeling. um, I didn't even know what she was doing. I was just like, what is this light language that you're doing over here? But it just connected with me so much. And I feel like when you're on your spiritual journey, you just get aligned with coach after coach that you need to work with. Because I, I I was in one container. And then from that container, I found my other coach that helped me with light language. But I didn't know what she was doing, but I was just so called to it. And it was just, it was beautiful. And I was like, I need to figure this out. Yeah. And that's when I started channeling galactic beings, my mm-hmm. family, Octarius. And since then, I still intermingle with archangels and my galactic beings. And I'm actually working with another mentor to start channeling higher level beings. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> Expansion. It is quite amazing of what you said. It's like when you, when you start to open up, and even after this awakening process, the teachers, they magically appear in front of you.
0: Yeah. It's so easy. It's just like, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And the thing is the coaches that I work with, I wasn't even following them. It was just like a click over here. And I was like, Oh, who are you? I'm drawn to you. Yes, Let me join your program. And that's, I feel like that's how it works a lot of the time. Yeah.
1: I think so too. Cause that, and that's even was the inspiration behind the show because it's like people that came out of nowhere that have just guided me. And it's so interesting that you mentioned your awakening and your channeling around April, 2020, because I think it was around that time I started following you and I started watching your videos. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I know, like I was like thinking of the dates and I'm like, I think that was around, it was the springtime. So I was like, it was like that April, beginning of May. So that's when I started watching your channeling. And then that's when I drew an interest in what you were doing and the work you were doing. So which is really amazing. And I also saw I wanted to touch a little bit about quantum healing. Can you talk to us a little bit about quantum hearing healing? I've been studying it a bit. And for our listeners out there who might not be too familiar with quantum healing.
0: Sure, I love it. It's I literally that's kind of how I was so drawn to light language, because it is just deep level, quick healing. So how it works is I do quantum healing with light language. Light language is basically the language of love coming from my galactic family, Octarius, and it interacts with your higher self. So it bypasses your mind Mm -hmm. and it recodes your DNA as well as the programs that you're running within your chakra center or in your energy field. And then the beautiful thing about quantum healing is you can tap into your super conscious. So I can tap into someone super conscious and I can literally, um, if they're struggling with something and it's something that they don't understand, I can tap into it and I can communicate with your super conscious. And I'm like, all right, well, well, let's see what is the bottom layer of this. If it's like, why isn't your business moving forward? Why aren't you creating the money that you want to create in your business? Why aren't you allowing yourself to expand? And sometimes it's events in their lives. Sometimes it's programs of scarcity, of lack, of fear that they're still running. So when these light codes come in, it literally starts to transition the DNA. It starts to transition that chakra center. So, for example, the root chakra, it's all about the safety, the f- financial stability. But if you have, you know, you were raised in scarcity and lack your whole entire life, then not only do you have your programs. That you're feeling lack and scarcity. You have your moms, you have your dads, you could have your aunts, whoever raised you, that's literally blocking your potential. So with quantum healing, I can go inside your chakras and clean all that out and just allow you to have your being within your body on a super powerful level, is when you get into the light language, we can bring in these extra codes. So it's like, okay, well, you know what? You don't have any abundance in your your being. Or your abundance codes are dormant. Your wealth codes are dormant. Your fun codes are dormant. And then we can go inside and, and program them in and turn them on. And then also, it's it's a little bit expansive not only that, we yes. can communicate with your inner child and in your, in your ego, because a lot of times your inner child needs that loving. Your inner child is wrapped around your self-worth. How are you raised as a child? You know, what did you go through? Your inner child could be holding onto that. Like, I, I still have something to prove. I don't feel worthy of this money. I don't feel worthy of this business. That's things that your inner child can be saying. So it's like, we can go in and talk to your inner child. And it's like, Hey, inner child, What event in your life are you still holding on to? Why aren't you ready to let go? On the flip side, it's like your ego, your ego's here to protect you. So when you're going through these realms of ascension, your ego is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. All the fear is coming in. Let me protect her. Stay small. Mm -hmm. No, this is not for you. Stay small. You can't do this. Mm -hmm. But it's allowing your ego to know, hey, ego, I'm in charge. You're here to help me you're not here to keep me in this zone of playing small. So that's kind of like a a quick overview, not so quick of quantum healing.
1: (laughs) No, that's incredible. Quantum healing is just in itself is so, so powerful. And like you had mentioned too, it goes back to what we're holding on. A lot of it is subconscious. We don't even know. So that's incredible. And for everyone listening out there, quantum healing, Melissa is your girl. And also just reading about the topic, if you're still unsure about quantum healing, like definitely look deeper into it. It's like peeling off the layers. And do you see too, going back to even like addictions, it's more than just like the food or the alcohol or whatever, you know, whatever that might be. There's so many deeper
0: layers to it. Oh, it is. It gets back to control. Mm -hmm. It's like, where did you lose control in, in your reality as a child? because a lot of the times when we have addictions it allows us to control it brings that control that we didn't have so it's like this coping mechanism of like oh i'm i'm in complete control now my life is crazy but i have this right here that i'm controlling so i'm in charge so it's layers of it when you really look down deeper into how you live your life how you even the behaviors that you have and the thing is as beings like I think it's like, I forgot the exact age, but it's like six or something. It's like five, six, maybe nine, where we actually stop growing. It's like, that's where our reality stops. And then we just keep aging. But that's where our mind is like, we're good. We're grown, bam, bam, bam. So it's like, we're reliving this life as a child. So that's why the inner child healing is so freaking important. Because if your inner child is stuck at the zone, you're going to be stuck at the zone as an adult. And I did a lot of inner child healing. One of the biggest things for me was like, my dad wasn't in my life so much. So I didn't feel worthy of that love. And when I first got into the relationship with my partner, I expected him to love me so much to fill in that love that I didn't get from my father. But going deep down, it was me going back to my inner child and saying, hey, you know what? It's okay. He lost out. I was okay without him. I have a beautiful life without him. I love you, you know, it's like, you're appreciated, you're loved. And sometimes that's what your inner child needs, just a freaking hug. So yeah.
1: (laughs) When you give your inner child a hug too, it's like almost like something releases off of you when you do that healing. As painful as it can be, it's like, wow, like this, I'm I'm starting to feel lighter. Like things are starting to work Mm -hmm. out. Like I'm starting to see the synchronicities as I'm doing this quantum healing, the teachers are coming in. And, um, connecting back to our true self of who we are.
0: True. And even expanding when you're on your spiritual journey. And as you said, like as children, we're very mm-hmm. spiritual and there's things that come around us that usually scare the crap out of us. Mm-hmm. So our inner child can easily shut off our third eye, our pineal gland yeah. and our inner child's like, no, I am too fearful. I am not opening that thing again. I had so many chats with my inner child, like, Hey, inner child, we're good let's open it up again. And it's like, are you ready? Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. It's that protection. Uh, Yeah. It's that protection. Yeah.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. So speaking of your um, inner child too, going back to when you were a kid and so your mom's a medium and reads tarot, which is, that's fascinating. Do you remember any experiences that you had as a young child or were you drawn to that growing up? It was almost like you were drawn to it. and And then it was like, spirit was like, you're ready.
0: It was very normal because of growing up with my mom. She was all in bowls and tarot, and we, we would literally, like, she would pick us up from school and we would go to the psychic eye and just look around and she would get her tarot read. I so love it. it was just something normal. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And yeah. So the expansion of my spiritual kind of like growing up within my childhood, what I remember distinctly was in fifth grade. I had a dream about a car accident and to the T it happened several months later, same car, everything, exactly how it happened. It was crazy. And I told my mom and I was like, she's like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, it was a dream. Why would I tell you a dream? She's like, Our dreams come true, so that's when I learned that within our family, because my my grandma is Native American, she grew up on the Native American reservation. Mm -hmm. Her mom was a medicine woman, so it was like in our family, our dreams tell you know reality. Even when I was living in Korea at one point, my sister she was coming to visit me, and she's like, "I had a dream that I was on a plane and it crashed. I'm not coming." And I'm like, "All right, that's cool. You know, take some time and then come when you feel comfortable." And she came, but it was just for us, we know our dreams do have a strong essence to them. So we pay attention mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And I think beyond that, when my aunt passed away, my cat was like playing with something in the house. And I was just like, what is it? I think I was like a, probably around 15 to 16 then. And then I had a dream and she's like, it's just me I just wanted to tell you and your mom and your sister that I'm fine. And I love you. And that was like, My first experience of like connecting to someone that has passed over, and that scared the crap out of me, of course. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: So it just started. You so you've had these experiences as a child. So it's like you were very, very intuitive. And the dreams is such a massive thing because the dreams is what is in our subconscious, and they can they are prophecies. And it's being aware of them, learning how to tap into our dreams. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Wow. Yeah. And what sign are you? <laughs> what sign are you, by the way?
0: I'm an Aquarius. What about oh, yourself?
1: Oh, okay. Okay. You're Aquarius. I'm a Sagittarius. Oh,
0: okay. Yes, <laughs> My sister, my sister's a Sagittarius. My boyfriend's a Sagittarius. I know you very well. Oh, wow. No
1: way. <laughs> Do you know what the kicker is? My rising's a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I get my chart charts right and they're like, Oh, ooh. (laughs) What's your rising? Do you know your rising?
0: Taurus. Yeah. Oh Taurus. Taurus. And that's—it's funny because my my mom's a Taurus, and then um, my other one's Sagittarius. So it's like I have my sister and my mom on both sides always. <laughs> wow! Yep,
1: they're they're right yeah. there. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh-huh. So you've gone through so so you've gone through such an incredible journey from a young age, um, especially this year in 2020. Your channeling has really come come to its to its potential, and it's only going up from there. Now take us into your programs and how you got started for your programs and your offering for women.
0: Um, so coming to the business programs, it was, I was very, when I first started, I was very on the external business plan. I was like, mm-hmm. here you go. You know, not like more of a cookie cutter plan, but it was just like, okay, well this is a structure because I was in very deep masculine energy. Um, so that's what I brought to my clients. And then as I maneuvered more into my spiritual kind of realms, I dive deeper into my feminine energy, the flow. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So things aren't working out. This is good, the external, but let's take it to the internal. Because usually when things are not showing up the way you want to show up, it's because of what's going on inside. So now all my business programs really start with the internal expansion. We go into internal expansion, then we go to internal embodiment, and then we go into, well, internal healing, internal embodiment, and then the expansion, which meets the external internal. But even when it comes to the embodiment portion, there's, I feel like there's so much of like, well, let's embody this and let's embody this. It's like, wait, let's embody your soul Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: your soul is the most powerful thing and your higher self that you can tap into. Mm -hmm. So it's literally, Allowing them to embody themselves that they were supposed to come here and be, because that's the beauty of us. That's the beauty of our soul contract, our blueprint. We have so much higher level wisdom within Mm -hmm. our soul, and it's a hundred percent find a channel and tap into this beautiful universe that we have. But I feel like the power first is embodying your true self, and then stepping beyond that. So that's kind of my program realm.
1: <laughs> wow. So it's yeah, it's going it's going deep inwards and based off the program too, this got me thinking. It got me thinking about what western society in general. When you had mentioned the masculine, and do you find that in western society we're just super far into our masculine and we're not so connected to that feminine to the
0: soul? I do feel like a lot of females that start start deeply in the masculine, depending on where they are in their spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. But I feel like within our feminine society, it was always like strong, do this, stand up hard. It's like we had to stand in that fierce masculine um, due to our society norms. It's like, oh, you can't be weak. And women aren't weak. We're far from weak. But that was what was placed on us of actually tapping into our, our divine feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So that's why we all propelled ourselves to this masculine energy of mm-hmm. selling really hardcore and just like, you know, just like that. Uh, 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 it's like, just like that hit, 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 hit selling mm-hmm. rather than like, oh, being beautiful, divine feminine beings, we're nurturing it's like what happened to that nurturing coaching, which and I've, I've had very masculine coaches before and I've had feminine coaches too, but the, <laughs> the divine feminine, divine masculine coaches I had were not very nurturing. It was like, here's your plan. You got it. Do it. All right. We're good. Container's over. But more of the nurturing side was like, okay, well, what's going on beyond what? the information that I'm presenting for you, which that's why I feel like the expansion happens. And that is why I really hold the most amount of space for my clients, which I love. Yeah. Because when it comes to building your business, it's not just about your business. If your life is in turmoil, your business is going to have a hit to it and vice versa. And it's like, I, I understand it's like, okay, we'll separate your business and your life, but I don't feel like you really can yeah. because if you're not firmly happy in your life, that's going to reflect in your business. And if you're so nervous about, you know, the financial status of your business and bringing it into your life, it's that connection. So that's why it's like, well, you know what? You're not making the financial abundance that you desire to make what's Mm -hmm. going on inside of you. That's not allowing you to get to that. So that's why I feel like it's that container of bringing in that structure, beautiful structure of the divine masculine, and then bringing in that flow of the divine feminine as well. Um, so that's why I really love just balancing that energy within my clients, even within me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's beautiful because it's like we can have the most perfect business plan, but at the end of the day, it has to be internal, knowing what you desire, knowing yeah. that you can accomplish you know, standing up and being strong, but also tapping into that inner side of us, that soft side and going deeper into our emotions and what do we ultimately desire and having that connection with our soul. I think that is so important to offer that.
0: I think the divine, when you do tap into the divine feminine, it allows you to surrender and it allows you to become more in alignment because you're in that flow state. And that's when you can really receive because when you're in, think about when you're in that divine masculine, you're like, I need to do this, 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 and this, and you're not allowing any room to actually receive these downloads. So that's why when you can tap into and balance that out, it's like, okay, well, my structure is good. All right, let's go into aligning. What's that next level of alignment for me? What do I need to surrender, to release, to move past so that I can step into that higher timeline available to me? Which I love, which I even have my community and my clients. I'm like, claim it. I wake up in the highest timeline available to me because I feel like that is so powerful. And it's getting, it's moving from the place of like, begging the universe to support you to like, Hey universe, I'm ready to show up. And I know you're supporting me. And it's the same thing. It's like, we're divine source beings. We're all created from our higher divine source and our divine source isn't begging for anything. Our divine source is like, all right, guys, this is what you need to do to move forward. Bam, bam, and bam. And it's like allowing us to be in that power as well. It's
1: stepping into that power. And I love what you said about the feminine energy, that it just flows. Because if you think of like mother nature, nature is always in perfect balance and it just flows. It's like, and it's beautiful and it takes its own time and it has its own rhythm and it trusts that every growth and every process is blooming at just
0: the right moment think about it, it always receives what it needs to receive. Maybe it's not in that exact moment, but it's always going to come when it needs exactly. to come. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: I just want you to share, you know, I know all the listeners right now are probably like, where can I book a session? I want to learn more about quantum healing. I want to learn how to heal my inner child. Can you please share your information with us and where to find you?
0: Of course. So on Instagram, I am Melissa B Bates underscore my website is Melissa B com, And that's pretty much where I hang out where you can find me. And yeah, I have everything on there. Always feel free to reach out and ask questions. I'm an open book. I know that quantum healing is very new to a lot of people. And I'm all about the questions. And you should ask questions to understand what you're actually getting into. And if you're open to it, I would love to do a mini activation for your audience just to receive today. Yes. Um, yeah, if you're open to it.
1: I am okay, I am definitely 100% open to it. So, yeah, let's let's do it. And I do want to say before so before we do our little activation, I have one more quick question for you. Do you have any advice for people who am, who are embarking on the spiritual path because we have a lot of people waking up and a lot of people are like, "Oh my goodness, what's happening? Is there any advice
0: for them?" I would say the biggest thing me going back to when I first started waking up was learn how to protect yourself, Mm -hmm. learn how to protect yourself and also allow yourself to know that you will be guided in the best way, connect to divine source, connect to your universe and allow the alignments to come in as they come in and I remember at the beginning of my spiritual journey, I was just like, want it, want it, want it, want it, want it. But it's like, allow it to come to you and just surrender to it because you're going to, your process that you go through is going to be your own unique experience and it's going to be beautiful. But the biggest thing I would say is definitely learn how to protect yourself, yes. clear yourself, because there's so many energies in the world that we can easily pick up within the lower realms. So it's just, knowing that and knowing that you are safe, you are powerful. And if you feel energy that doesn't feel good to you, release it, clear it, call an Archangel Michael. Hey, Archangel Michael, place the violet flame around me and clear any low level energies that are not serving me at my highest potential right now.
1: That is such valuable information and a little, good, a little <laughs> good protection for people to do as well, especially with all the stimulation around us at this time. But all right, well, let's do our little, let's do our little mini session together. I'm excited.
0: Okay, so perfect. I want to ask you for your community, Uh what do you feel like they need? Because I can do anything around connecting to their higher self, bypassing or like releasing, kind of bringing clarity to them. What do you feel like your audience really benefit from?
1: Do you know what? I think there's two things that come to mind. I definitely think the clarity one is really big, but also releasing um, re- and releasing fear, releasing that, you know, like that and the, the stimulation we're getting all around us and any fear-based mentality and tapping more into our inner self and tapping more into the inner femininity and our inner being, I think would be really nice. Okay,
0: perfect. All right, we'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> eyes and sit back and to my beautiful lady just breathe out and i'm just calling in archangel michael to protect this beautiful space for everyone and just place the violet flame around everyone and clear any energies that are not benefiting them to the highest level here and now just take another deep breath in just let it out And today I'm calling in the High Council of Octarius, my Starseed family, as well as the Light Language of the Golden Age, which is my own personal light language created with the High Council of Octarius. And just sit back and receive. So what we're going to do first is this: we're going to activate your light body. To allow more light in. And when you allow more light in, you get to expand into deeper levels of love within your being, as well as elevate you to start ascending more into the 4D, 5D spectrums. (sighs) Shum rakaya tera kandra kashiniki, shum rakaya tera kashinukum, shum rakaya kashinikiyo tuko, shum rakaya kashinuko shum, shum rakaya tera kashinara kaya tera kandra kashinagur kandra kaya kum, shum kaya ko shum. So really, just allowing your light bodies to activate, and whatever you feel energy that's flowing through you, it's okay. Everyone feels energy in different ways. Just allow yourself to feel comfortable as you receive it and also what's coming to me right now is a level and hiring everyone's a level of self-worth that's a very very big thing so I'm just going to go in and anywhere within their field that is blocking this higher level of self-worth uncreate and delete it across all time and space And then just allowing their beings to elevate this beautiful self-worth, self-love inside of them to the highest capacity available to them here and now. And just allow your space, allow your hands just to come up to your heart space and just allow yourself to feel the breath as your heart just rises and falls and allow this love to deepen and expand your heart capacity. Shumarukandraya Shumurukana Kash Jumurukandakaya Jumurukwayatarakashai Jum Shumurukway and just know that you are the pure creation of love and beauty and worth and you would deserve every single thing that you desire in your soul in your heart in your being (laughs) and just allowing any fog within their mind to clear allowing them to see the bigger picture allowing them to connect to their higher self and their soul blueprint here and now (laughs) Shum mereka ya semai. Shum mereka ya terakan mereka ya kosum mereka And talking to their higher selves, higher self, you are ready to expand. You know this, so allow them to remember. Allow them to remember how they came in this beautiful earth to reincarnate and do amazing things on this earth. So allow them to tap into this clarity. And to anyone that is sitting in 3D matrix fog, allowing that to release here and now and transitioning their programs and their being into the higher levels that they're able to tap into the 4D and 5D bringing the highest level of clarity available to them here and now and dropping in at these beautiful ascension codes from the golden age dropping them in very very deeply into their soul, into their being with ease and light and love. And just allowing these codes to recode you, to activate your DNA, to activate your expansion, to activate your alignment with your true purpose here on earth and if your soul that's just waking up hello 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 and welcome if you are starseed welcome if you're a light worker welcome you are needed you are loved you are ready to wake up we are ready to receive you at the highest level available here and now you are not a soul that is here to come in and just sit around and do nothing and not live the most abundant life that you desire. That abundant life that you desire in your heart is here for you and it is time to wake up and receive it. Today we we send you deep levels of blessings, of light, of love, of expansion and know that we are here We are here to guide you, we are here to welcome you, we are here to help you ascend, to help you ascend. (sighs) And as you allow this energy just to filter through your body, you can slowly bring your eyes and just allow them to come back and allow yourself to just feel and depending on your being if you are if you are very floaty and you feel floaty go outside in nature and ground yourself walk around take your take your shoes off and ground and if you can't go out in nature right now just picture a beautiful big tree trunk coming from your root chakra within your pelvic area, just going into mother earth and grounding you and allowing that tree trunk to just rotate around a big, beautiful iron beam within the ground and all these beautiful iridescent crystals around as you receive that grounding energy from Mother Earth and allowing a beautiful column of light from our divine source to come into your crown and just connect you from above and below and know that you are always loved, you are always blessed, and you are always welcome to ascend to higher levels of alignment in your being. Thank you, thank you, thank you for receiving that.
1: (laughs) Wow, oh my gosh. I think I'm, I don't, I don't want to, I'm like, I feel like the energy going through my entire, like my entire body is like goosebumps. Wow, that was incredible.
0: Thank you, thank you. And you're a starseed, so I feel like, oh no, no problem, no problem. But I feel like when you are a starseed, you feel the energy a lot more because it's like, you're remembering to a higher level because you chose to reincarnate and come to this earth rather than a human that was born on this earth as a light worker. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, when it's a star seed, they're like, all right, time to wake up. (laughs)
1: I'm like, whoa, like I'm still going. Like I am completely like my, from my feet all the way up to my head is buzzing. Wow. So thank you. That was amazing. And it was so nice to have you on the show. This was so valuable. I had such such a great time. And just thank you so much for being here and for offering that amazing activation at the end. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you for creating this beautiful space for people just to learn and wake up and, and elevate in this world and ascend. And as light workers and starseeds, we're all in this together. So I always appreciate another beautiful starseed that is just in her alignment and open to just expanding and not even knowing what you're going to get or receive, but just knowing and following that calling. So I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate
1: you too. And we're definitely gonna have you back soon. So thank you so much, Melissa. (laughs) Thank you, love. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into today's episode. Please make sure to visit thenowwithnot.com for more information on how you can step into your own power and ignite the transformation from within. Here you can also download a free 10-minute guided meditation. Have an amazing rest of your day, and until next time, namaste.